From the halls of Heartland in Sun Prairie, Wisconsin, welcome to the Bonus Content Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to hear Dugan, Brent, and Carrie share a quick tip, update you from the weekend, and whatever shenanigans might ensue in today's episode. Now, here's your host. Hey, everybody. Welcome into the Bonus Content Podcast. My name is Dugan Sherbandi. I am uh, one of your hosts for today. We'd like to welcome all of you tuning in from the weekend where you were, uh, the carrot was dangled yes. in front of you for the extra bonus, extra content. We are here every week talking about all things Heartland behind the scenes, as well as uh, a lot of stream of consciousness. <laughs> a few random uh, things um, More well. than a few. A lot of random stuff. Uh, I am here with Carrie Grimmer who uh, is also one of our hosts. Brent Decker cannot be here today, but in his stead, wow. we have yes. the reverend, the <laughs> bishop, the arch... All right. Uh, I was going to say nemesis, but that's negative. That's, <laughs> no, that's bad. Right. Yeah, the, the, the one, Pastor John McNary. Hi, John. Hey. I would everybody. say it's big shoes to fill for Brent, but I think we did but, it. Oh yeah, John, we I had to bring extra shoes for John. To fill. I don't know. This yeah. is a new new thing for me. I'm not used to this. You've been so. here before. I have been here before. It's been a while. It's, it's definitely it out of my comfort while. zone. This, there's an <laughs> enormous microphone in my face. <laughs> I feel like very this would close be, to your face. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I feel like this would be very much in your comfort zone because you're like, like there's nobody here. Like you're not. Yeah, that's there's, true. There's no yeah. I, you know audience to stare at you angrily. <laughs> and throw tomato. That's just okay. me, typically. So to say that's people never getting happened. up and walking out of the auditorium. I'm like, I wonder where they're going. <laughs> I did talk. Wow, to somebody... they all have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> wow, they're really angry as they go to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. I did talk to somebody though the other day who was like, they were like, I'm always like feel insecure when I come in late, and I'm like, hey, for whatever it's worth, man. When I'm on stage and the lights are on, I really can't see much oh. other than the first couple rows. So I am not scoping the back of like, who's what time is it? How yeah, dare yeah. they that's get very so? True. Yeah. I was like, for whatever that's mm. worth, we are not noticing you in a good way. Not like we notice you, but not in a way that's like we're just. Although I did say I'm going to call him out from now on. Like I'm going to look for him, be like, <laughs> hey, hey there's a seat you know right what up time here. it is? Right. Yeah, come on, sit right up front. <laughs> you know what? Here's a seat on stage. Come sit right next to me. Like when you get in trouble as a kid. Yeah. Well, uh, we really only have one segment uh, for this episode. So typically we have a couple, but this week, this week we only have one. In fact, we're even gonna we're gonna leapfrog our beginning bunny trail, Carrie. Wow. Not leapfrog. We're gonna hop. We're gonna hop, hop over. Hop. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we typically have a beginning bunny okay. trail, uh, but we're gonna skip that because there's more important things to talk about uh, that John has brought us. So uh, let's get into our full content for this episode with our weekend update. Okay, so typically for this section, we review the past weekend and look forward mm -hmm. to next weekend, um, which we will do. In addition, uh, John, you are going to be talking about the final two. You said you came up with five things that Jesus did uh, in order to deep to have great relationships. Okay, let's back up. The, se the series is called okay. it, it Can, can Be, be better. better. Yep. And so each week we're just diving into something that can be better about our lives. You know, Jesus didn't say that we should just have like, eh. We're fine. We're okay. I came to give you an eh life. Right. <laughs> right. But that he, you know, if you if you build your life on this solid foundation and live by his principles, you can have this amazing, yeah. you know, amazing life. And so each week diving into that, this week was on relationships. Yeah. And, you know, back to that concept, which, John, you talked about the first week from John 1010. 10. That's like that that in and of itself is a really important thing to remember because it does feel like so often when we when you get in a... Uh, I wouldn't even say rut because that sounds negative. When you just get in a pattern of something, yeah, you often, you know, when you're in it, you can't see it a lot of times. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes just somebody saying like, "Hey, this this doesn't have to 
stay like this. Like this can be better. Right. That in and of itself can be like the jolt of hope and be like, oh yeah. That's right. That can be better. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So like my relationships can be better with my spouse or kids or parents or who I'm dating or yeah. relatives or work employees or, you know, whatever the case may be to just be like, oh, I can intentionally do something to make these better. That can be so life giving because you just kind of, we kind of settle in. Right. You just stay on your path yeah. and it's yeah, yeah. working. Right. right but right. it can be better. Yeah. When you're like things are, yeah, things are okay. You're like, well, they don't have to just be okay. They can be a lot better. So, uh, so John, remind us, what were the first three uh, there were five and you didn't, because you're, uh, all your stuff is so wise that you're like, I don't want to be here for 50 minutes. I thought it was, right. ve- yeah, but it was very good that he realized that he could not yes, fit it all very in. Yes, not because it wouldn't have been good, but yeah. just people right. would have been like, I've, I, the yeah. first three were so good, I couldn't absorb the other two. So we Well, I realized it was either going to be an incredibly long teaching <laughs> or I would have to like burn past them so fast, I yeah, wouldn't be able to totally. do them justice at all. Yeah. And I think even sure. for the three we talked about, there probably would be so much more there. Oh yeah, that we each could've. one could but be a whole mess. Yeah, yeah. So we broke it down. I said Jesus had incredibly deep relationships. What did Jesus do? What do we see Jesus having done in his relationships that uh, we can do that we can apply to our lives and have great relationships? And so I called them the ABCs because. I thought it would help us remember. Yeah, him. I think that was great. Yeah, so I think it was you're the like, first person to do that too, which is which is notable. <laughs> I think you're the first person right. to be like first let's break it down to ABC. To, yeah. Yes, that's amazing. Take note. Nobody's yeah. ever done that. We should we should stem this out to other pastors or something. But so the first three were A, ask deep questions. B, such a good one. Be willing to be vulnerable and C, see the good in people and I, then. Focus on that rather I did, than their faults. I did LOL at the Joe. I laughed out loud. I thought loud it was so creative. The, I, was I really did. I, I chuckled Because I well. remembered it. I was like, yeah. that's funny. Um, so I, like listening through this and kind of just on this past year of, of my just diagnosis and all of that, I've, I've, these, some of these really strong relationships, um, have come about this past year. And Mm. so it just was really good to hear. Um, but I thought the first one on the A and is something that I have to work on as an Enneagram three so hard is not only just ask deep questions, but you said, and actually and listen. listen to the answer. <laughs> right. And it isn't from a place of like, I don't care. I'm already on to the next thing. Oh, I want to ask about this. And then we got to go do that. And then mm-hmm. I, and then I always have things to add that I mm, think are right. very yeah. important to add, but you know, it's Even not better a, than what they're saying. Right. You're like, let me, which is not right. You. That's honestly something that, that Kurt and I work on, not Kurt and I, that I work on <laughs> with Kurt and I, I want to share the stories. Even if he's telling the story now, I got to tell the story. And he, you know what I mean? I just, I thought it was important that it wasn't just ask the deep questions, but to really listen. I have a, a friend who I've, I've met this past year. And one of the things I love about her is she listens so well mm. and checks back in on something that I've talked about. Oh, wow. And I thought, gosh, and, and just reminds me on, on how important it's not just ask the deep questions, but it's really listen to. It's something that I yeah we have to work we on. actually talked about that entire concept at uh, Regen last oh, night talked mm-hmm. about the the cool. value of deep questions just because in in um, you know reco- recovery ministry of people who have been through recovery or just wanting to get healthier with destructive habits there there's this uh, like culture of transparency and honesty mm-hmm. that's kind of different you know maybe than the norm and I love it like people who have gone through that kind of stuff are not afraid to tell you their story and like own their stuff. And that can be just such an open door, as you said, to other people sharing their story and like yes. what's true of them. And we talked about, you remember at the uh, Global Leadership Summit this past summer, uh, Vanessa Van Edwards, 
uh, talked about like the three levels of questions. Oh yeah, to ask. that's right. So I yeah. played a little clip from her last night. Cool. We talked through that. And it was really powerful because she talks about like there's this just surfacey like you know questions that we ask. How are you? What do you do? How's the family? Yeah. And she's like, not that they're insincere or bad, but it just keeps us on this one yes. level. Yes. Whereas if we now she was talking from a business perspective, but when we want to make actual connection with people, there's these deeper levels one, two, and three. And, you know, like level three is like you really got to be in deeper relationship or know somebody to get there. But that's kind of the goal to like if you truly want to connect with somebody, not just spout a question, then not really listen and then yeah. answer and yeah. not really care. You know, mm -hmm. it's like if you want to make connection with people, these are the questions to ask. Yeah. And it's great. It was like yeah, her favorite one was uh, what's your story? That's like a great mm. question to ask. Yeah. Mm. Oh, which, yeah, that is good. which according to her research, people loved it or hated it. Oh, I'm sure. And that's how you could tell <laughs> yeah. the introverts and the extroverts. That's right, right. right. Yeah, yeah. And I love that oh, question. Man. Yeah. yeah, right, like, right, Where do right. I start? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Starting two weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the oh. extroverts are like, I was born on a Thursday. <laughs> right. It was 19... rainy. And, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, but with the be vulnerable too, um, you know, I think it's so easy for us, to, especially um, social media just came up to mind of like, it's all good. I'm going to filter yeah, and sure. I'm going to not even just use filters, but I'm going to show actually filter. Yeah, yeah. Actual filter my responses or how my life looks. I think it's very easy to do that. Um, and some of my close relationships are, are the ones that are, yeah, this is who I am. This is how my house looks like. This is, <laughs> you know, um, this is who I am day to day. And I thought it was really, um, important, John, at the end of your message too, you were like, okay, I can say all of these things and it makes it sound like I do all of these things, but <laughs> I thought it was great that you sh showed vulnerability too. that. Hey, I'm an introvert. I'm a shy guy. Yeah. I sometimes am awkward when somebody is going deep <laughs> right. with me, yeah. you know, yeah. but I, you know what I thought of when um, you said that was because you like to process things. Mm -hmm. right. So something that I don't do is that I want to, I want to fix, I want to give an answer and I'm kind of a little bit quick on my feet. A lot of finger snapping. Yeah. <laughs> lot, I got a lot of energy of, today. Is that part of an anger, Enneagram tree? <laughs> Maybe. Snaps fingers frequently <laughs> to make points. <laughs> to make a point, probably. Hey guys, my name's Carrie. What's going on? Gets people's attention. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm listening. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that I want to just spout off and sometimes I need to process more. It's something that I really like about you is that you do process things, but you don't just like, Oh, I'll think about that later. You really do. And you come back to it. Right, so that's yeah. probably why it becomes a little awkward. Cause you're like, I need to just like think about this <laughs> for a for second. Sure. Yes. Um, but I thought it was just great to show the, the congregation like, Hey, I, I'm also listening to this advice and I have to work on this. I think guys overall can have, I mean, Kurt, you know, it, it, you were so right. You can talk about sports and then maybe the weather, maybe the pond in the back, whether that's going to get scraped for <laughs> right. ice skating this weekend. And then we talk about sports and maybe some other subjects, but like, yeah. that's it. And mm -hmm. I'll sometimes talk to Kurt. I'm like, do you want deeper? And he's like, no, I'm fine with that. Mm -hmm. right. But I'm like, yeah. I think, I don't know if he's ever had, you know, I yeah. know he has some really close guy friends, but do they go deep? I think it's just even harder for guys. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's probably I a agree. stereotype, but no, but it's a, it's probably an accurate, an accurate, Oh, it's an overgeneralization. It's not true of every single yeah. man or person. But the, and part of that's the culture too. Mm -hmm. Like the culture is like through Instagram, you know, you can craft kind of a an external narrative yes. that might not be super accurate. Or even if it's accurate, it's only ten percent of the whole yeah. picture. You know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that yeah. is the funny thing with social media is is and it's not in an in and of itself a bad thing, but it is truly like 
on social media put out the best moment, the best of the best. Yes. And that's fun and that's great, but it is, that's only a slice of the pie, but we compare our worst with that best and go, wow, why does my life yeah. terribly? Like that's an unfair comparison. Right. Not a good right. Yeah. And then just the thought that I had on see the good is that, you know, I can look back and some of my, um, points in my life where I feel the best is when somebody has said that to me, oh, you cool. know, you remember yeah. that, right? Yeah. And so I need to do a better job. And there's been points where I've, I've said that to people and I can tell that they're just like, wow, you know, we don't yeah. do that enough. Um, I talked about a couple this weekend, um, when I was out of town and, um, the friend that I was with, she was like, you went you- out of town. <laughs> is that the first time you've done that? It's been a while. Interesting. It's been a while. <laughs> Three days. <laughs> um, but she's like, have you ever told him that? And I was like, no, yeah. I, I haven't. That, yeah. That's something that I look up to them for. And she was like, I think you should. And then to yeah. hear this was like, all right, God, <laughs> I hear you. I so. love doing that where I, I like telling people like, hey, I was positively gossiping about you yeah. the other day. Oh, right, right. I said yeah, this yeah. to this person yeah. and then I'm like, I want to yep. say it to you. Yeah. So, so encouraging. Great. Yeah. So yeah. I can't wait to hear the next two. Well, because oh, you know, when you, you when you see the good, you see the God in people. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, I'm going to retire now. I'm going out on a high note. Thank you. I just you. love that you made fun of him saying the ABCs and I then know. you throw that joke in. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Well, so do, are the, yeah, Carrie asked before we started recording, uh, is this E and D? No. Or D and E? I was homeschooled. I was homeschooled. D and E. I probably should have, but yeah, I've just okay. got uh, two more that didn't make the cut for the weekend. Um, one because is, of time, not because yeah, of not right. because of quality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because and of one of these, I think, one of them is very concrete. One is a little more abstract. I think this first one that's more concrete is also probably a little more like you're going to hear it and go, "Yeah, that makes sense." But I still think it's important sure, that yeah. um, if we want to build deep relationships, one of the things that we have to do is we have to be willing to meet their tangible needs. Mm. So whether that's a spouse, Ooh. whether that's a friend, whether that's our kids or parents, like. We have to be willing to show up when it's not convenient for us. We have to be willing to kind of share the load and Man. you know, oh, that's good. go there with that's them. That's really good. Yeah. So the example that I thought of that came to mind first, and there are a lot of examples of Jesus doing this. I mean, this is what Jesus did for everybody when he healed them. But that was less about building deep relationships with somebody. But one of the deep relationships that I think it's pretty obvious to say that Jesus had was a deep relationship with his mother, with Mary. And the example that came to mind was in John 2, when Jesus turns the water into wine at the wedding in Cana. <laughs> and when you go back and you read that story in John 2, it's it says that on the third day of the wedding, that Jesus's mother was there, Jesus and his disciples were there. And when the wine was gone, Jesus's mother came to him and said, they have no more wine. Jesus replied, woman, why do you involve me? So it was this it was this recognition that providing more wine was not necessarily important to Jesus. That didn't serve him well. He wasn't like, oh yeah, these people who have been drinking for several days probably need more alcohol. Right. Like yes. I gotta, I'm gonna run out and get it for him. Uh-huh. But somebody who he cared about mm. cared about this. And so his mother, who was probably very close with the family, she might have even been helping to um, organize and sure. provide the mm-hmm. you know food and drinks like she comes to him and is like concerned with this tangible need this is less of a concern for Jesus but because he loved his mother had a deep relationship with her he showed up for her mm. and he provided more wine for this wedding That's awesome. and so 
Um, the verse Gosh, so later good. on in the New Testament, uh, in Galatians, Paul writes in six, Galatians 6, 2, we should carry each other's burdens, and in this way you will fulfill the law of Christ to love one another. Mm -hmm. And so I just thought, man, what a good example that even when it's not convenient for us, we need to be willing to show up and we need to be willing to help our friends out that if we want to have deep relationships with them, at some point, sometimes it's going to cost us a little something, you yeah. know? Uh, relationships are more than just the conversations we have yeah. and the fun times that we have hanging right, out, right. the fun experiences mm -hmm. we share. But life is never going to be perfectly fun and experiential. And when there are needs, we need to be willing to do that for each other. We need sure. to carry each other's burdens. Yeah, and great. I'm sure you've <clears throat> felt that, right, with Ava's accident and since then. Oh like my how gosh. many people show up, Absolutely. especially when it's you know not convenient. And those are the times that are probably the most you know, pertinent to you Yeah, you in as well. my situation yeah. as well. Yeah. Like and some it's people sometimes... have showed up and I'm like, Oh my gosh, I know how much this took from you or even if it's just time. But, um, and I've also seen this meme that has gone around. It was like the biggest compliment is when a friend invites you in and they're on the floor crying, you know, it's, you know, they've had a hard day and they, they feel like they're a terrible mom and there's food all over and you know, that they're inviting you in and, and you're there to help them. Like that's honestly the biggest mm -hmm. compliment of a friendship. And I thought that's so true. Yeah. Um, that you're to show up, not just in the fun times, but to show up when it's really not yeah. fun and happy yep. and all of that. Yeah. I was Gosh, just going to say a, there's, it's a there's good reminder. sometimes where that, where there is a really tangible thing to do, you know, like provide financially or food mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. help move mm -hmm. or, you know, so yeah. like, and then other times, like you said, it's just the matter of, of being there. Mm -hmm. Uh, and the, the tangible need is just like presence or community right. or right. a shoulder to cry on. Or, you know, I think of Job's friends who just showed up and sat with them like mm -hmm. as he mourned and they just didn't say or do. And then in fact, once they talked, it was pretty terrible, but like, so it's like them being there just in and of itself was what needed to happen. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. good. I like yeah. that. Great. Yeah. Yeah. I, a couple other examples I wrote down, you even mentioned helping move. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> nobody likes helping no, their friend move. Right. That's not good for you, but right. you do it because you're their friend and you right. want to build a good relationship. Um, you want to try to see what secret stuff they have in the boxes <laughs> in the basement. That's why I do it. I'm like, what's in this one? They're like, you don't open the boxes. Oh, you no, just I move do. The boxes. I rifle through. Yeah. I, I wrote uh, giving them rides to the airport oh. super early in the morning. Oh, like, that's sure. so annoying. But you're sure. like, what are they supposed to do? You're their friend. That's right. You do it for them. Yeah. They do it for you. you. You meet each other's needs. Right. Um, watching their kids, letting their dogs out, you know, mm -hmm. things like that. Like, yeah, there's just a lot of tangible. And there's needs. only certain people that you ask that, right? From because mm -hmm. you know that they'll do yep. it with mm -hmm. a happy heart, and that yep. that's what friends do. Yeah, yeah, your friends on that level. Mm -hmm. And then the fifth one, you guys actually even just touched on, and I didn't know how to articulate. Actually, speaking this. of which, could you guys watch my kids this week? <laughs> <laughs> right, just, just I'm actually around. <gasps> Perfect. So, yes. so that's a yes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, sorry. Fifth one. No, fifth one. So you even just kind of got into a little bit, which is great. But that's, I wrote, connect on an emotional level or be willing to connect on an emotional level. Oh, so that's good. The uh, verse in Romans 12 is that came to mind was rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who mm. weep. Hmm. And I think Paul was actually inspired by... Um, a moment in Jesus's life that I think probably became pretty well known because 
John recorded it. Um, but the example of Jesus doing this was when his friend Lazarus passed away. Mm. So over the course of his ministry, we see that Jesus became close with this family that had at least three adult siblings, Mary, Martha, and Lazarus. They were two sisters and a brother. And they became really close to Jesus. And for some reason, we don't know why, Lazarus got sick. And when he did, Mary and Martha sent a messenger to find Jesus to let him know. They hoped that Jesus would get there in time to heal Lazarus like they had seen him do so many times for other people. Mm -hmm. And if you know the story, you know Jesus did not get there in time. Lazarus did pass away, and in fact, four days passed. And so the family at that point had to go ahead and bury Lazarus and begin the mourning period. So when Jesus finally arrives, he asks to see Mary. And when she came to him, she's obviously heartbroken. He didn't, didn't get there in time. So when you look at it in John 11... Reading verses 33 through 35, it says, When Jesus saw her weeping, and when the Jews who had come along with her were also weeping, he was deeply moved and asked, Where have you laid him? Come and see, they replied. And then verse 35, Jesus wept. So verse 35 is famously the shortest verse in the entire Bible, just <laughs> two words, but incredibly powerful. Mm -hmm. Jesus wept. But it came on the heels of Jesus seeing this woman that he cared about as a deep friend weeping, and then these other Jews who were also mourning Lazarus's death weeping. And so we know that Jesus cared about Mary and Martha. He cared about what they were going through. Um, obviously, like uh, he knew that he was going to heal uh, Lazarus, that he was going to raise Lazarus back from the dead. The text makes that very clear. He's like, listen, this isn't going to end in death. Later on, it says again, he knew he wasn't going to let uh, Lazarus stay dead. Mm -hmm. But I think it was Jesus meeting them where they were emotionally. I think Jesus' heart broke for them. I think it, his heart broke because um, he knew this isn't how the world was supposed to be. I think he probably thought of creation. I think he saw the impact of sin and death and the pain that that caused. And so as all of these people are weeping, Jesus didn't, knowing he was going to heal him, just go, hey, suck it up. Lazarus come right, out, you know, right. or, hey, it's going to be okay. Everybody dry your yeah, eyes. I'll fix like, it. yeah, I've yeah, got yeah. us. Hey, mm -hmm. everybody chill. I said it wouldn't end in, <laughs> right. and, you know, like, he, did you not hear me? Right. You know, he, he could have <laughs> yeah. done it, but he met them emotionally. Yeah. He was compassionate and uh -huh. he like on their level still went about healing and bringing Lazarus back from the dead, but he met them emotionally. And I think if we want to build deep relationships, and again, not to get into stereotypes or gender, you know, uh, overgeneralizations, but this is probably sometimes harder for guys. Mm -hmm. But we have to be willing, especially when a friend is being vulnerable with us, we have to be yes. willing to meet them emotionally, not just in the good times, rejoicing with those who rejoice, but in the difficult times of weeping with those who are weeping. Mm. And so, yeah. And I, I mean, I think it's, it's, uh, for a lot of people, if, if you're talking with somebody and they're going through a hard time and they're being vulnerable, it's like, I want to fix that. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's, can, it's okay to just be like, let's sit in that. Mm -hmm. And it really, yeah, that really stinks. And this is terrible. And I'm so sorry. Um, you know, we know tomorrow is going to be a better day, but today it's okay to be sad and mad and all of that. And mm -hmm. to just meet them right where they're at. I think that's like really good, really good point. Yeah, I have nothing to add. That is so good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Not me, really. That's... Or just rejoice with them too. You yeah. know, true 
true relationships, true friendships. You know, you can you can tell if that's a fake or a real um, excitement. You know, we're, you know, it's a lot of women empowerment, right? Let's build women up. Let's build women up um, because for so long, for some reason, women don't feel like they can do that. And so, mm. yeah, when you have a relationship with another woman that's truly grateful for you and excited for what you're doing in your mm-hmm. life, gosh, there's nothing better. Right. There yeah. really yeah. is nothing yeah. better. And you can tell sometimes, I think, with relationships when um, on the rejoice with those who rejoice side, when it's authentic and when it's not, you know, I yes. think sometimes it's easy for people to be jealous yes. of a of a friend. Maybe it's not a deep relationship, but it's like they're actually kind of jealous at the promotion or the raise yeah. or the new car or what they get to do. Yeah. Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. like, no, man, you can tell a difference in a relationship when they truly are happy for mm-hmm. you. You know, mm-hmm. um, we'll joke sometimes like Dugan and I obviously have a deep relationship and I can think of times when like, um, I've joked about it rejoicing with him and it not being sincere even though it really was but it was like i can think of a couple times where dugan like <laughs> shot like a crazy good score on the golf course like a 73 yeah yeah you know it's one over par that's unbelievable oh that's like very very special right and i've never done that so yeah. i'm like ah oh, i'm so jealous <laughs> right right but also like at the end of the day i am i was i remember being like legitimately happy yeah. for him cuz that is so cool and so fun that right. it's like Dude, I want to celebrate that because that's worth celebrating, you know. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. and also, I'm like, but also, I, I am a little, I'm too. a little jealous. Yeah, it was weird right. that you celebrated right. by kicking me in the knee. Was, I don't understand. <laughs> breaking Bending your, your driver, breaking the putter, <laughs> right? <laughs> no, oh, that, that is great. And yeah. I, I mean, you both said it, but I, it, it, that, that is a conscious, like, intentional thing to do. Um, e- uh, to to meet somebody where they're at. Because it feels like uh, oftentimes there might be super well-intended other things you're thinking or feeling. Mm-hmm. So when somebody mm-hmm. is hurting or angry, you know, the the good intention is to like, I want to cheer them up. I want to give yeah. them perspective. I want to help right. them understand. I want to, you know, try to like temper down the anger so they feel better boost mm-hmm. them up from sadness so but and and there are i think moments uh, and seasons when that is appropriate but mm-hmm. for the most part as you know to to mourn with to weep with those who weep seems very clear like just living in that moment with them you know in and of itself is the most loving healing yes th- thing thing you can do mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. even when there are conflict that's so funny that you said that even when there are conflicting thoughts or emotions to make the intentional choice to choose like I will choose celebration with Mm -hmm. you I will choose hurting with you I will choose you know under anger not not you know in a sinful way but like I will choose like being in that anger with you or fear or whatever the case may be is like a choice and and will and will in fact do more good for that person than to try to fight it most of the time right so yeah. that's cool. I like yeah. that. Yeah, I think that's really, really powerful. Well, I think there are a lot of things, obviously, that are not covered in those five that are true of deep relationships. But I just thought, man, if we're in this series, it can be better. How do you make it better? Like, what do you put into practice? I thought if we could do these five things, if we can mm-hmm. be intentional to ask deep questions, if we can open ourselves up and be willing to be vulnerable, if we can see the good in people in our lives and speak that over them, if we can be willing to meet their tangible needs. And if we're willing to go 
where they are emotionally. That'll if we can do that, we'll be on the right track to building some deeper relationships. And and you can do D and E. For D or for the fourth one, it's do the thing. Oh yeah. Okay. And for E, it's emotionally. Emotional. Yeah, yeah. Huh? Hey. ABCDE. Hey, and actually, I've got five more. I've okay. got F through <laughs> Q here. So. Um, but, you know, through all this, I, even in just us talking about this today, you know, I'm really thinking about it as, a, you know, from the friendship perspective. And I think it's very easy. And I know we're starting another marriage course, I think, in February. Um, and I think that the, the curriculum that they use is um, really great for couples to really start putting that into um, yeah, into fruition for spouses, right? Do yeah. you, I mean, I, even for me, it's like, oh, I do these things a lot for my friends. Do I do them well enough, mm. you know, for mm. Kurt and my spouse? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Probably not, you know? Yeah. I mean, I'm thinking, when's the last time I said, I love how you... Whatever. And I think you used that example, you know, um, this weekend, which is brought up another thing. I loved how you said um, this weekend, you're like, I love how you keep everything in order. It wasn't all just like, I love how you, you know, take care of the family. Or I love how you, it was like things that also reached people like me, which isn't always, you know, the, the <laughs> sexiest things that we do, you know, or, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. it's like, yeah, I keep order. I meal plan and that's how I show I love. And yeah. so for somebody mm. to compliment me like that mm -hmm, is yeah. a huge compliment. But yeah. I, I just thought all of these I've been thinking about in, in context with friendships. But what if we really put that into practice with our spouse every mm -hmm. day? What that could really look like. It's so easy, as you said, when you're a little kid, you know, your babies were all little um, to just get into that roommate mode. Right. Yeah. So if you really put this into, pers you know, into yeah. place yeah. for your spouse. Um, we actually think I mean, I'm actually, you know, I'm like telling myself it's like that. That would be great. Well, we we all decided that you need to come to the marriage course. Kurt does not. But we, would, <laughs> but we think you specifically. Need. No, I was going to say. Well, I let it, we let it for a little bit. Well, I need to learn. We come it, a okay? long way. No, I need to learn. No, <laughs> yeah. I was going to say yeah. that's so great. And I was going to say with those five things, I would encourage any anybody listening. I would bet that there's one in particular that's that you know the spirits maybe tapping you on the shoulder. Maybe like maybe one. Uh, for each sort of genre of relationship mm -hmm. that you have, you know, not, all five are super yeah, yeah. important. Right. But I feel yeah, like there's maybe one good. rising to the surface to say, here's the one you really need to hit with your spouse. Yeah. Here's one you really need to hit with your kids. Yeah. Here's one with yeah. your work uh, acquaintances. Yeah, here's one good. with your boss. Yeah. It's or, so you know, true. Just feels like there's probably one in kind of each arena of relationship that the Lord would go, this is this is the one to focus on mm -hmm. for now or maybe it's the same one for all your relationships you just you're like yeah. i have never been vulnerable with anybody it's time for me to start making tangible steps to do that with my wife and with my mm -hmm. kids and with, you know so because those are all just so good so practical yeah. well it is true that sometimes in different arenas and relationships things come easier than others i was thinking about like um the meet them in their emotions one and obviously as a parent one of the deep relationships that you want to have are deep relationships with your kids you know I think we all hope as parents that once our kids are grown like we'll still have a good relationship even mm -hmm. when they don't have to talk mm -hmm. to us and they don't have to see us mm -hmm. right um, but I was thinking my wife does that really well with our kids better than me for sure and I that's there's room for me to grow because mm -hmm. our kids are 11 13 and 15 and they're in this season of life where they're very emotional, you know, yeah. like teenagers and preteens and my daughters. to the other. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And so it's mm -hmm. like sometimes it's easy for me to brush off their emotions that mm -hmm. there's 
you know, my 11 year old daughter has some girl drama at middle school. And it's easy for me to just be like, oh, my gosh, like yeah. get, get over, over it. it. Yeah. yeah. But mm -hmm. Ashley does such a great job of like meeting her in that and sitting in that with her and That's talking good. with her where, you know, it's a good reminder for me of like, hey, this matters to them. Mm -hmm. right. So if I want a deep relationship with them, I need to be willing to That's good. sit in it yeah. too. Ashley so. does that well with all of her relationships though. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's You know, true. She, that's yeah. just one of her real yeah. true yeah. gifts is that. Yeah. Yeah. So you got big foot shoes to fill if you're going to meet her <laughs> there, sick. I'm just saying. But <laughs> I remember yeah. Bri Brian Regan, the comedian, he was at, he was talking about, he was at the zoo or something and some kid let go of his balloon and was like crying and screaming. And the dad was like, settle down. We'll get you another one. And he's like, I wanted to turn to the dad and be like, what if your wallet just started floating away? Yeah. <laughs> you would react. Ah, I don't come yeah. back. My right. wallet. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like, just, put yeah, yourself so where true, they're at. It's, right? it's a whole That's lot of so sense. That's so true. Yeah. True, yeah. yeah. All right. So That's next great. week, Dugan, are you up? Yeah, this coming weekend, I get to talk uh, about time. The yeah. concept Ooh, of time. That time, our time can get better. We only, mm -hmm. we have a finite amount of it. Uh, so it's going to get better. So uh, I heard I heard a quote from Andy Stanley that I'll use this weekend that said, we have a limited amount of time, and so we have to be intentional with how we limit our time. Ooh, there you Ooh. go. Dun -dun -dun. Dun -dun -dun. It's good. Yep. That was good. a Sports Center theme right after that. I got it. Okay. Um, <laughs> do you want Sports Center, Carrie? No, but oh. my husband is all about the sports, so I, <laughs> I know that. Good job, Kurt. Yep. Kurt, you stay home from the marriage thing. We'll make sure Carrie gets her stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, well, John, thanks guy. for joining us. Yeah, yeah thanks for this having was me. Wonderful. It was great. We should do that more often. Just tease stuff on that because we do have, we always have something extra, something bonus on on our weekly podcast. So, I'd uh, love for you to continue I to will join have to us. I say when I heard it this week, and I was like, okay, we're gonna have some uh, new yeah. listeners. I'm excited. Oh, I want to give a <laughs> shout out to Jason, uh, who I spoke with the other day, who said he listened. So, shout out to Jason. Thanks Woo! for checking us. I didn't even know. He listened. I was very excited that he said he listened. Uh, he his only suggestion was get rid of Carrie, and I'm like, well, <laughs> uh, we kind of like her. No, I'm kidding. He loved it. He loved it all. Oh, um, but yes, man. if you would like to send us an email with some yeah. thoughts or questions, if you want to uh, give us a review, uh, five stars, or we have one person who gave us one star. We still don't know who that is. <laughs> but if you're out, that was at the very beginning. Yeah, that was early on, and I guarantee they are not listening now. That's true. So, uh, That's but, true. But but we love you, whoever you are out there. And uh, anything else? Anything else coming up? The, no, the, we have a lot coming up. There's so yeah. much happening here. Shed light event. That's in uh, early February. Yep. Marriage course. Marriage course. Rooted. Rooted. Yeah, Regen all is happening. Regen's Monday night. So, 608 Wednesday nights. Yeah, we are Heartland to us. Mm -hmm. Check it out. Mm -hmm. It's all there. That's it. All right. Uh, I think that's it. We yep. good? Blessing, you good? We didn't mention Blessing. Blessing's our, our behind-the-scenes producer. Uh, even if he had a mic, you would not hear anything from <laughs> him. So... <laughs> And Blessin, uh, here's our ending bunny trail that I'll go on. Uh, Blessin recommended, there's a new Indian restaurant in Sun Prairie. How do you um, pronounce it, Blessin? Swagat. It looks like Swagat, but yeah, it's Swagat. It does. it does. And in the past, somehow in the past week, Lindsay and I have been to it twice. Oh, wow. Uh, randomly. Yeah. And it's I've never real had good. Indian food. So <gasps> it's really, really I good. I know. I should and try the it. And the atmosphere is gorgeous in the restaurant. Mm. So one time we ate there and the other time we, we got we, we did takeout. But it, like the the feel in the like, restaurant is beautiful. Could I take my children beautiful. there? Or is it too nice? Um, no, my, I think my, you my could. My kids handle Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, you could take your kids to like the Queen of England okay. <laughs> ceremony and they would like show up all the adults. But yeah, no, totally. But okay, it's just like really pretty it. in there and like cool. And the food I mean, was really good and very authentic. They they have stuff with goat. I don't even know you can eat goat. 
Mm. Don't make that face. It was delicious. <laughs> it was fantastic. I don't know. I would have led with that. I know. As the menu. Yeah. Well, they have other stuff. Yeah. Well, what's I'll, what's the other? I'll let what's, you know. There was another interesting meat that I was surprised. Lamb. Oh, their lamb was so good. I got the lamb chops, which I remember thinking that was an unfortunate name for a kid's show back in the 90s. Lamb chop? Yeah, lamb chops sing along or whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And I then I was eating show. them. And I was like, why'd they call you it? You weren't lamb? eating it. Okay. This is the song that doesn't <laughs> end. Yes, it goes on and on, my friend. Okay. Oh, my started, started singing it, not knowing what it was. Okay. And they'll continue singing it forever. Plus, <laughs> just fade this out while I keep from singing this. From all of us, this, hear okay. it. All right, that's it. Well, from all of us behind the scenes, stay, stay bonus, bonus, Heartland. Oh, John, do you want to say it with us? That's oh. our sign off. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So say I'll say, <laughs> you just say, stay bonus. Heartland. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Take two. From all of us behind the scenes, stay, stay bonus, bonus, Heartland. Heartland. Oh, John brought the bass. I know. Stay bonus, Heartland. Thanks for listening to the Bonus Content Podcast. We'll see you this Sunday at Heartland, either in person or online. If you have any questions or there is anything we can do to serve you, please head to our website, weareheartland.us. Otherwise, rate and review the podcast to get a personal shout out. And we'll see you right back here next week for another episode of the Bonus Content Podcast.